Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Bart Reed's player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop Five Basketball Academy. So, Bart, I guess I just take the rest of the show and just read you all of these uh, Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. So, hey, I'm, I love it. I'm gonna Let's sta- get into it. I'm going to start with Reed. Reed says, Jalen Graham. No one is talking about him. What does Bart think about Jalen Graham? So, Randy, I find it really interesting because you kind of read between the tea leaves. Anyone that is staying at this point in time, you have to feel like they've been communicated, they have an impact role or potentially an impact role on this basketball team. I think Jalen Graham could very well be the offensive X factor that we've been looking for for two years, to be honest. If he can buckle down defensively, which it seems like, I don't know, Randy, if you agree, if he's committing to stay at the University of Arkansas, he knows that Coach Musselman's system is not going to change. I would assume he is committing to defense. If he commits to defense and is a adequate to good defender, I think this is an all-SEC type count. He's that good offensively. It gives you that much versatility. All-SEC? Hey, it might be all-SEC third or third team, <laughs> but I'm telling you, he's got that type. The guy's got incredible touch. He's got mid-range. He's, he's really gifted oh, like around him. the basket. He's I got like great him. feet. Yeah. yeah. I'm like you, though. All but SEC. he's got to defend. But look. There's going to be 13 guys on scholarship. There's no, there's <laughs> yeah. no guarantee that he's going to be one of them that plays. We, you know, that that's well, the thing. And and as we see more and more, we thought Ford was coming back. Now he's not coming back. Yeah. You know, yeah. if if there's another guy out there better than Graham, then Graham may think he's coming back and may not be. We we don't even know that, do we? He says he's coming back. Well, so did we, Ford. We don't, but we don't. But I can say this. We the guys that are there right now that have not already said that they're leaving well, feel confident have? enough in their game, you know, that they that they feel like that they have a chance to compete for a spot. But let's say that, Rick. That's, you know, I think they feel confident enough in their game and their upside that they can potentially compete for playing time or a starting spot. But how many of them are there? Like four? Is that all that's left? How many are left? Well, not many. Because we don't, we don't know about said, Davis. We still Walsh. got more time. So, um, right now, Pinion's coming back. Let's hope he comes back. Right, Graham's yep. coming back. Let's let's hope he comes back. Brazil obviously is coming back. We're sure on him. Yep. Who am, who am I forgetting? There's got to be somebody else, right? Well, uh, did you mention oh, Joe's opinion? One of the Mitchells. One of the Mitchells. Yep. Yeah. One so, of the Mitchells. So, so that's it. There's just four of them, right? Right now. Yep. Started yep. with seven of them, and they're yep. still disappearing. That's right. Hey, so, listen, we wouldn't have Trayvon Brazil back if he wasn't injured. So no, you're exactly right. Too. You're exactly right. So last year there were 11 newcomers. This year there'll be nine, at least. Okay. Trayvon, Trevin, Trevin Brazil, <laughs> Joe's opinion, Jalen Graham, Makai Mitchell, that's your four returners. 
Layton Blocker, Bayfall, that's your two incoming freshmen. That's six. Five transfer commitments. Mm-hmm. Keon Menefield, Traymond Mark, Khalif mm-hmm. Battle, Jeremiah Davenport, L. Ellis. Now, what I've got a problem with of those five, though, Bart, three of them are testing the NBA waters. Mark, uh, Battle, yeah. and Ellis. I know. There's, there's a message that's in the five. Mad, that's five. That's five guys That because you got Davis and Walls, too. That's five guys. They're not all going to be drafted. They'll figure that out, right? They won't all be drafted. But <laughs> I, I, the problem is you won't know until the last there you go. second. That's so, the deal. So we only know for sure then of eight guys coming. So he may sign five more. But, <laughs> guys, I'm going to be honest with you, right? it, and, and this is going to sound funny. He's only going to play seven to eight anyway. Right. I don't think exactly. he's really stressing about that because I think he feels like he can plug and play and have the right pieces. So if only eight of them come, he's okay. But if you okay, he's, he's never done that before. That means you got six plus mini field in Davenport, which leads me to this one uh, from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. West says when Bart. Uh, gets on. Can you give us the breakdown on this transfer, Jeremiah Davenport, and how does he help Arkansas? Love him. I absolutely love this guy. So if you want to look, so everybody's looking for the comparison, right, guys? This is Aldi's Tony Part 2 to me. 6'7", 210 pounds. He's played a role of a starter off the bench. He's not a primary scorer, doesn't require a lot of touchers. He can score the ball. He's really physical. He's got a high motor. He's really intense, and he's the type of guy that is going to get the job done, whatever it is, guarding somebody, defending, rebounding, scoring. I I absolutely love, love this transfer more than probably all the others because of what his intangibles he brings. He is physical, tough, and mean. And I, and I love it. 6'7", 210 pounds. Plays almost just like Tony. Probably doesn't have the outside perimeter shot, but body type and, and skill set, pretty similar. Now, Bart, of Traymond Mark, Khalif Battle, L. Ellis, Devo Davis, Jordan Walsh, that is five who are testing the NBA waters. How many yeah. Of those, do you expect to return? Well, in some cases, how many are going to come to Arkansas because of the transfer portal? But then you've got two that are on the roster that are on the fence, and Davis and Walsh. Of those five, how many do you expect to end up on the Arkansas campus this fall? Four. I think you can take it to the bank that one of the five, is going to find themselves on an NBA bench or wearing an NBA jersey or G League jersey. I think if you're looking at the movement and it's a fluid situation, Jordan Walsh went three two weeks ago from not on a draft board to testing certain draft boards because of he's a five-star talent, and now some people are saying uh, he could be first round. I what? think Jordan Walsh uh, – well, I'm saying not, not me, but I'm saying some people – but, but, Rick, here's 
he didn't throw his name late in the hat because he didn't know what he was doing. Someone gave him an evaluation that said, you are missing an opportunity your skill set is needed in this particular draft. So he is obviously, wherever he falls, he's going upwards on the chart. So I think he very well, I thought he was like, he's probably the one on that list that is the biggest question at this point in time. Really? All the rest, and it's four of the five you're expecting to come to Arkansas. Yes. Hope you're right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hope you're right. <laughs> Stay tuned. I, mean, I we... do think, I do think, despite what you say about how he's only going to play seven or eight, I think he'll go get more players if all those guys leave. Yeah. No matter, no, he's yeah. not going to sit still with eight guys on scholarship. Agree. 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 But I don't think he'll waste one on somebody he doesn't love or no, like no, no. in a particular no, I agree spot with that. for sure. Hey, if they yeah. end up with eleven, I, I'm not saying he's going to go get thirteen for thirteen's yeah. sake, but but they'll sure. get more players. Yes, absolutely. And Barb, why? Okay, uh, probably again, silly type question, but why does Musselman feel like he has to sign thirteen? Well, I think. I really, I honestly think he's hedging his bets a little bit, almost like I guess in football where you over offer and I'll, Rick, I'll say over offer and yeah, that's right. There's not enough sure because the movement is now in this environment where players can declare but maintain eligibility. It does allow them to sit on the fence for essentially guys. I mean, two months. Uh, it's it's a long time, yeah. and so the coaches have to abide by that. So their way of hedging their bets is doing exactly what Coach Musselman's doing. I get it. If you got five guys and you don't know till what is the date, May 31st? It's May 31st. In there. 31st. Yeah. And you don't know about them until then? Five? Uh, five guys? I mean, uh, you don't, don't you. you think even Musselman's saying, hey, guys, what are you finding out? I need to know something right. here as soon as possible. Don't you think that's behind the scenes going on? Yes, it is, and I think there's some pretty good communication. But also, Rick, Randy, I can tell you from a sneak peek inside this, because I was doing this with Isaiah Joe, there's not as much communication as you would think. So I'll give you – well, I'll hit it when I come back, Randy. Yeah. After the break. you got to tell us more. Yep. That's Bar Ree, pure sweat basketball skills, thanks to – Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Rejoined by Bart Reed. Pure sweat basketball skills thanks to Hoop Fire. Bart Reed's player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy. We have kind of gotten away from the player profile, and for good reason. Hey. We are kind of in yep. the off-season right now, Bart. That's right, and this will be a player profile, I think, right here as we go into this. A little, a little kind of inside peek of, so when you declare for the draft, the first question that NBA teams ask, and the first one always, what have you done to improve yourself since declaring for the draft? Hmm. 
the only option that you cannot say is spending a bunch of time hanging around my college buddies and trying to figure out what's going on with the college team. It's hmm. all about what you're doing to prepare. So the player essentially has tunnel vision. He is on a need-to-know basis. So if a team, if the 76ers reach out to me to ask, to talk about Isaiah Joe, he would, I would field phone calls. He has an agent that fields phone calls. He's on a need-to-know basis. We're not telling him what he doesn't need to know because we don't want his mind cluttered with anything except training and getting better. And that is the crux of what all these guys are doing. And so on the information food chain, the college coach, even though Coach Musk has NBA ties, he's the last one to know. If Jordan Walsh gets a call from a team, it's agent, probably trainer, parent, player, and then probably other family, and then the college coach is going to figure out because the player has to protect their own interests. So it's not as if Coach Musselman is as fluid as what you would think. So he's kind of having to fly blind for a little bit while trying to put the pieces together and, and reach out to contacts to figure out where they are. But, guys, stuff can change in the NBA world in a hurry, and I mean in a hurry. Very interesting. Um, this from our Asher Record Service Company Live Fan Feedback. Savage says, ask Bart, what makes Coach Must the transfer coach of the year over programs like Duke and the other Blue Bloods? Aggressiveness. Aggressiveness. I would venture to say that probably some of those coaches, they work extremely hard. They probably sleep just a little bit more than Coach Musk does because I think he is recruiting constantly. He's a workaholic. He knows exactly what he wants. And I'm not saying that Duke and Kentucky, I'm not saying that they do not. I'm saying that I think Coach Musselman's strength is he knows exactly what he wants from a program. He knows Randy's numbers, numbers, numbers from the analytics, what it's going to take for him to win. Get where he is in the tournament, I think, get over the hump. So he's outsmarting, but he's also outworking a lot of the coaches out there. Hmm. Almost sounds too simple. Um, yep. This from Mary Allen. She thinks, Bart thinks everybody is elite, and I can't miss Guy. And if they're coming to Arkansas, they are the best ever. <laughs> It's almost <laughs> hilarious. Now, that's oh, Mary dude. Ellen, not Mary Ann. Hey, you got to be positive about the talent. I don't I, – listen, it, you can be wrong, but Coach Musselman has gotten some elite players. I don't think there's any doubting that. I, I don't see too many not-elite great players coming in. That doesn't mean it always trans, transfers, but again – we take traditional college as a four-year window, okay? So these players can still be great. Is Nick Smith an NBA talent? Yes. Did he have a great college career? No. Would he have if he'd have stayed two, three years? Absolutely. So we're only getting a snapshot in time. It's not an indictment their play here was they're great or elite or not. It's really that particular situation for that player, but Coach Musselman is getting great players. Five-star, four-star caliber, top 50 in the country, year-in and year-out players. That's what we would consider elite. 
Well, they, they, you know, you just you got two freshmen, Black and Smith, that are going to be first-round draft picks. Brazil would have been a first-round draft pick had he not been hurt. So that's three yep. on the same team. And, you know, now you're saying Walsh could be creeping up the charts, uh, whether he's a first or second rounder. I mean, you're, you're talking about on one basketball team having three or four guys drafted. Whoever has yep. that happen, Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, that that's about it. You know, so yep. that that is recruiting elite talent. Now, whether that elite talent produces elite results, they're not that won a national championship. But think about this: in the last three years, um, they have won what eight NCAA tournament games. Absolutely, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty darn good. That's, that's eight more than they've been winning lately. So that's right. That's right. There was a stretch where we would have been happy to get into the tournament, much less get deep in the tournament. That's right. So, okay, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk with Matt. Matt, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Bart? Hey, Randy. Hey, Rick. How y'all doing today? Man, doing great. Bart, you doing all right, brother? Yes, sir. How about you? Oh man, I can't complain. Hey, uh, didn't you graduate from Sheridan in like '96 or '97? 1997, so today was a signing day for one of my guys. It really dates me. That's what I thought, man. I'll never forget that. I was actually a uh, freshman then, and I remember when you got got that scholarship and everything, and, man, I just got to say that you were great with everything you do, and I just got to say just keep on doing a good job and keep on evaluating these players because it seems like, what you're doing is helping these boys out and helping the Razorbacks out very well. And I appreciate everything you do. Thank you, Matt. That's very nice. Thank I appreciate you, that. That means a lot. That means a lot. All right. Uh, a lot. Let's you. see, Bart. Yeah, I got time to get this one. Rome okay. says Jordan Walsh is definitely an NBA talent. His skills did not translate over to the college basketball ranks. <laughs> He was a little too physical for the college basketball game. That's why he would pick up those cheap fouls and have to go to the bench. This, in fact, contributed to his loss of confidence in his shot. He will definitely be more of a Vince Carter-type player. If that's the case, he plays 20 years then in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 41, I think, how old Vince was. Pretty impressive, regardless. He is... Um, yeah. Uh, I think you already addressed this one. Uh, ball is life, says Bart has the NBA crystal ball we need. Update two weeks. He is on no one's draft board. Then round two. Now I'll say some round one. Please help That's us. right. I thought he was a lock to come back. Now it looks like he is a lock to leave, and he is talking about Jordan Walsh. That's Hey, that's spot on right there. He was off the radar not as off the radar as you can be but now he is prime time and listen the combine is as we talked about randy this guy's gonna wow at the combine so just get ready he is going to hit every metric every measurable to wow nba front office so his stock is not done rising john say guys yeah well i mean he is the kind of guy we said this about burks and burks did not go into the NFL Combine 100% health-wise. But uh, if Jordan Walsh 
ends up at the uh, combine, NBA combine, his physical skills will just simply blow some away because he is a yeah. freak athlete. I think yeah. he could be one heck of a tight end in football. He's that uh, athletic. You're right. Yep. He is that athletic. All right, Bart, we will talk with you on Friday. That is uh, Bart Thanks, Reed. Pure sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Hoop Five.